Leanne Wolke. So the question I want to talk to you about tonight is how do you open a small locally based boutique fitness studio? So I've had the privilege of owning a yoga studio for the last eight years. Now let me tell you, it's not always Om Shanti Shanti and bliss. Um, a lot of times we have to deal with clients and being a small locally owned business, I think a lot of times people think that they can push you over. Now we clearly have our membership parameters posted on our website, our teachers tell people about it, and it's in our studio. Yet, every now and then, I get someone who comes back to me and says, well, so-and-so didn't tell me about that. Here's the deal. We've kept our membership rates the same for our unlimited monthly for the last eight years. Eight years, guys, that's a long time. Now, during that eight-year period, I can assure you our rent's gone up every single year. Our electricity bills have gone up. Everything has gone up. Our insurance, the maintenance fees for the studio. Let me tell you this. We pay over 500 bucks a month for common area maintenance. What that means is that somebody picks up trash around the Target Center parking lot and other fees. Now, that we have to pay regardless of the number of people that come into the business. You add that up plus the rent, which has gone up every year, plus all the other fees, plus 15 teachers, plus this, plus that, on and on and on. And I can assure you, the margins are not gigantic. I'm not getting rich off of this. But here's what I'll tell you and what I've said is that I think this practice changes lives. So I've been willing to try to make it as accessible as possible to as many people as possible in hopes that they can live their best version of their life. But nights like tonight, oh, it makes me want to just scream, quite honestly, or do some yoga. Because here's the thing. I get a client that says, oh, I wasn't told. I need to cancel my membership. And when I said, hey, I'm happy to suspend that for you, there's just a $15 admin fee because after, again, years of changing accounts, I know it takes me a certain amount of time. And at some point, I do have to be paid for the time that I'm working. Either that or I have to go get a job. And if I get a job, then I can't have a yoga studio full time. So when I sent this client an email stating that, they sent me back an email saying, well, I wasn't told that, so-and-so didn't tell me, and then they get into the bit about significance. I'm this, I'm that. You know what, honestly, that's awesome. But here's the deal. I have to pay the rent every single month. I pay the rent in the good months, I pay the rent in the bad months. And when somebody wants to nickel and dime me, and they wanna say, well, I don't wanna pay the $15 admin fee. Can't you just cancel my membership? Sure, I can, and then I'm gonna charge you the rate that it would have been if you just had a one-month membership. Not the discounted rate that's discounted considerably because of those that wanna practice long-term. You can't get the deal if you don't meet the conditions. It's that simple, guys, honestly. Imagine if you walked into, I don't know, Lexus and said, hey, I want to have my car serviced, but I only want to pay the Toyota rate. They would laugh you right out of there. Or if you walked into Uncle Julio's and told them that you wanted to pay Taco Bell prices, they'd be like, I don't think so. So why is it that people think that they can do that with a small business? I don't know. 
For me, I've questioned, is it that in trying to be too nice or trying to make the practice too accessible that I've lost my boundaries? I'm not sure. And I do know that over the years I've gotten better with saying, hey, I have to be smart about this or I'm not going to be able to have a studio for people to practice at. But I do think, I just have to say, this is my rant, don't be an asshole client. Go in, be respectful, tell people about the businesses you love because I can tell you it takes a lot of work to be a small business. It's a service and we are so lucky that we get to provide it to this community. And I know that we've changed lives. So imagine if your local studio didn't exist because everybody wanted to jip them on the price. Imagine if your employer went to you and said, hey, Susie, John, whatever your name is, I don't wanna pay you as much as you're worth. I'm only gonna pay you, I don't know, what I might pay a temp employee. You would laugh at them. So why is it that a studio should be accepted to that rule? I don't know, guys. I know that our people are awesome. Yet when I hear these stories and I experience a couple here and there, I just want to say, honor the people that are out there busting their butts so that you can have a little piece of sanity and a little piece of wellness in the world. I know when my dog had to go to the vet last week and I had to pay $1,000, I couldn't say, well, I only want to pay 200 guys. No, I had to suck it up and pay. And it could be that I wasn't able to say, oh no, I only want to pay the amount that it should have been, not the emergency part. No, I don't. I might have wanted to say that, but I don't. Because honestly, fair is fair. What comes around goes around. So if you're thinking about trying to undercut somebody on a price, don't do it because it'll come back to you. And honestly, when people send me messages saying that they didn't know about a price, I'm honestly very tempted to say, awesome, go find another studio because I want people who want to be here. I want people who honor and appreciate and value what we're doing and the service we provide in the community. And if that's not the people that are showing up, then they need to go elsewhere. And if there's not enough people that want us there, then that's a different conversation I need to have. All right, there's my rant for tonight. I love you guys. Go out and have an amazing day. I'll talk with you soon.